APAS calls for a moratorium on closures of producer car loading sites and a look at grain movement during the past crop year. Agri-News is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. Saskatchewan's General Farm Group is calling for a moratorium on producer car loading site closures in the province. APAS President Todd Lewis is upset CP Rail is proposing closure of 10 producer car loading sites. The whole concept of closing these sites we don't think is necessary and uh, we've asked the Transport Minister, Mr. Garneau, to, for a moratorium on any of these siting closures until uh, we have a cost review under the maximum revenue entitlement for formula. Actually, in practice, if these closures go ahead, farmers aren't going to save a nickel. We're still going to be paying for these sidings, so, so CP won't have to provide the service, but they'll still be getting paid for it. So we're, uh, it's very disappointing that CP at this time, when we're you know, in a, in a little bit of a transition now with the new legislation coming on and, and busy time for farmers that in a lot of cases they've advertised this and they only have 60 days, and if the minister doesn't step in, they can go right ahead and close them, so we're not happy with it at all. Demand is down, though, I understand, for producer card loading sites, but do you see that there is a potential for some increase? Well, certainly, uh, you know, the, we're in a fairly dynamic and ever-changing marketing world these days, and there's a lot of small companies that look to producer cars for uh, providing shipping for, for their grain if they're going to buy it from producers. So while we're in this transition phase, I don't think now is the time to lose infrastructure, and certainly a lot of our members view this as a lost opportunity. If these sightings disappear, they're not going to come back. CP is very quick, or any, or any of the railroads are very quick to remove switching and so on to, to deem these sites inoperable very quickly. So, no, we don't. It's the lost opportunity that these sightings would represent if they were closed. It's not a good news story for farmers. And, you know, I, CP especially last winter, there's lots of weeks where they were only providing uh, 50 to 60% of their car orders. So if you had ordered or produced a car from CP last winter, you had a 50% chance of uh, even receiving it. And so, I mean, they've got a lot of other service problems that they should be worried about instead of thinking about closing some infrastructure. And the right for a farmer to load his own grain hopper car and avoid the costs of an elevator are enshrined in legislation in Ottawa. That's right. So it's great to have that legislation, but if there's no no tracks to deliver the grain to, you know, <laughs> it doesn't help us very much. And, and certainly in some of these cases, I mean, there's even physical in- infrastructure in some of these sidings that farmers have put up at their own cost. And once that siding's closed, well, that infrastructure's off, obsolete as well. So it's a lost opportunity. Uh, we, we have years where you have huge basis swings and so on. And, and really the, the producer car system is a, is a way to bring some balance and some honesty into the uh, entire grain handling system. So I think it's an important thing that we don't want to lose, and and certainly losing sidings will affect uh, farmers' abilities to get producer cars. Your release points to the number of sites, loading sites that CP Rail has closed since 2005. There's a fairly good number. I mean, that's that's part of the issue. Like I said before, uh, we're paying the same amount maintenance on all the siding since 1992. And so, you know, until we have a costing review, it doesn't seem that there should be, <laughs> certainly shouldn't be any more sidings. All those sidings that were closed since 2005, we're still paying for as producers. It's in the MRE, and that's part of the formula when the, when the MRE is calculated every year that those sidings are included in that calculation. So we need to see these sidings remain open until the MRE is reviewed and lost opportunity for producers that want to get producer cars, it's significant. That's the maximum grain revenue entitlement 
for yeah. the railways. And I see you, you say the number of loading sites on CP rail lines in Saskatchewan will be cut to 26, down from 79 in 2005. That's right. One other topic I want to ask you about, how's harvest? You're farming about 40 kilometers south and east of Regina. How's your harvest going? Well, we're, we're uh, cereal harvest is done now, generally in the area here as well. So uh, most of the germs in the in the bin and uh, lentils are, are pretty well wound up too. So lots of producers that have swathed their canola are picking it up this week. And I uh, really haven't heard me yield where we are as, as far as on the canola. I'm sure it's down from a normal year. But on our own farm, we've got straight cut varieties that we're just letting ripen, you know, just kind of wring every ounce of moisture out of the ground that we can and, and fill those seeds, uh, uh, seed pods. So we're kind of uh, in a holding pattern right now, probably a week here before we're back in the field as part combining but i think everybody's two to three weeks ahead and the hot weather it could be certainly be a little cooler but the lack of rain right now if we can hold it off for a couple three weeks and get harvest wrapped up i think that'll be welcome and then uh, we can sure turn the taps on and start replacing some of this moisture producer car loading sites facing closure include tompkins mydale cupar mark inch grand coulee wilcox mooseman tisdale capel and duval todd lewis is the president of apass and farm southeast of regina near gray this portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcus in New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit marcuson.com. The two national railway companies were put to the test during the 2016-17 crop year that ended July 31st. CN Rail says it moved more grain during the 2016-17 crop year than ever before. CP moved about the same amount of grain last crop year as in 2014-15 and 2% more than the five-year average. Wade Sobkowicz, the executive director of the Western Grain Elevator Association, is happy with the grain movement. In a general sense, the railways have performed very well. CN in particular has performed very well all crop year. They've been meeting um, shipper demand um, uh, week in and week out um, in the order of uh, 90 to 98 um, percent uh, of the time. Um, so that, that's uh, that's very good. And when I say 90 to 98 percent, what I mean is the grain companies would put in orders for rail cars in a particular week, and Seattle will supply 90 to 98 percent of those cars in that week. And so we, we consider that to be very good. CP started out a bit... Uh, a bit shakier, so they started out providing card or fulfillment um, in the 70s, but they've uh, come up to the to the 90s since uh, since January. Now it ebbs and flows. Some weeks you'll have uh, uh, one railway or the other in the 80s, but by and large, CN's performance has been uh, very good, and CP's performance has been good. So that that's allowed the grain companies to manage their logistics in a more precise way. It's allowed them to uh, get product to customers within the, within the delivery windows and the sales contract. It's allowed them to uh, uh, schedule farmer deliveries and not have to reschedule them as often. And uh, it's just been better for the system. It's been more fluid uh, this year. And so we're, we're quite pleased with the way the, the year has gone from a logistics point of view. Sobkowicz says CN and CP have both made big improvements since the shipping woes encountered during the 2013-14 crop year. He says car fulfillments were in the 30 to 40 percent range that year, which meant customer contracts could not be filled and penalties had to be paid for 
contract extensions. Farmers face plugged elevators and lower prices. This year, he says, has been one of the best years in recent memory for grain shipments. He still wants to see new grain transportation legislation this fall to ensure there is no repeat of the problems of four years ago. Sobquich says it appears that CN and CP have an adequate supply of hopper cars and locomotives to pull them to meet at least the current demand. He says the prairies haven't reached capacity in the country grain elevator system. He says most terminals are turning their grain stocks about 10 times a year and can do more if needed. He adds port facilities, especially at Vancouver, are also being expanded and modernized. Wade Sobkwich is the executive director of the Western Grain Elevator Association. The association is once again revising its estimate for crop production on the prairies this year. Sobkwich says they now have it pegged at between 62 and 63 million metric tons, up from their most recent estimate of 60 million. He says early yields are better than expected in Manitoba. Wade Sobkwich is the executive director of the Western Grain Elevator Association. Outgoing Kindersley MLA Bill Boyd has been forced to resign from caucus a few days early. A report from the Conflict of Interest Commissioner released yesterday says Boyd was below the standards expected of MLAs on a recent trip taken to China. Boyd has said the trip was made for personal business interest to promote an agricultural irrigation company. However, on the trip, Boyd promoted himself as the economy minister, a portfolio he no longer held and also used Government of Saskatchewan logos. Yesterday, Premier Brad Wall said Boyd has resigned his position from Cabinet. Wall said he has also taken the further step of referring the Commissioner's opinion to the Ministry of Justice to consider whether any further legal action is warranted. Boyd apologized for his actions, saying he takes full responsibility for the findings. Interim NDP leader Nicole Sauer says she does not want Boyd to be able to, quote, ride off into the sunset after all is said and done. Boyd announced earlier this month, before the report was public, his intention to retire on September 1st, this Friday. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were showing downward movement in early trading. Canola fell 360 at 470.84. Oats dropped 353 at 155.40. Yellow peas declined $5 at 283.54. Number one red spring wheat decreased 360 at 236.33. The rest were unchanged. Durham 293.77. Feed barley 144.29. Flax 446.25 and feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, September spring wheat is down eight and three quarter cents at 6.36 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the micro report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of August 29th. We haven't had a sale in Weyburn yet this week, but last week we sold close to 1,500 head. The D1 or 2 cows sold between 91 and one, with odd sales on higher-yielding cows up to $1.05. D3 cows sold between 75 to $0.90. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold between $1.10 and $1.30. Uh, good yearling steers between 650 and 700 pounds. Average $2.05 and total sold up to $2.15. Steers 8 to Seven to eight hundred pound steers averaged two dollars a pound, sold up to two fifteen as well. Eight to nine hundred pound steers averaged a dollar ninety eighty five and sold up to a dollar ninety eight. 
and steers over 900 pounds average $1.75, sold up to $1.88. Heifers are still 25 to 30 cents back from the steers. This has been Roy Rutledge reporting for Stephanie Digg. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,200 hogs Monday, selling a range of 153 to 173 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 6,500 heads, selling in a range of 150 to 169 per CKG. Number one sales delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in a range of 45 to 50 cents per pound live weight. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was up six basis points with daily exchange rate at 1.2482. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 80.01 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets were down again to start this week, with most regions reporting another $1 per hundredweight U.S. loss. However, the new Seaboard Triumph Foods plant completed a test slaughter on 100 hogs last week, suggests that the normal cash market factors at play may be disrupted when the plant meets its single-shift goal of 10,500 hogs per day in the coming months. Nearby lean hog futures have appeared to have not yet been influenced positively by the news, with the October and December contracts losing nearly $2 U.S. 100 weight so far this week. In fact, the October contract was trading at more than $15 U.S. 100 weight discount to the current cash index price, making it one of the largest discounts experienced in late August in years. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eaves trough, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, a mix of sun and cloud this afternoon. Wind northeast 20 gusting to 40, the high 31, the low 12. Wednesday sunny, wind southeast 30 gusting to 50, the high 30 tomorrow, the low 15. Thursday sunny, the high 34, the low 13. Friday sunny, the high 26, the low 10. Saturday sunny, the high 30, the low 10. Sunday sunny, the high 23, the low 7. Monday, sunny skies, the high near 22. Normal high is 22, the normal low is 7. The sun rose at 6.08 this morning. It sets at 7.50 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at 30. Saskatoon, 24. Swift Current also 24. Weyburn is 28. Yorkton, 24 degrees. In Regina with sunny skies, it's 27. That's 81 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north at 20, gusting to 30. Humidity is 33%. The barometer rising 101.9. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 26. Winds are from the north, northeast at 17. Once again, Regina, sunny in 27 degrees. That's 81 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.